Atari DA, Miranda, front and center people. Ah, hello, and welcome. Today's business casual day on the Smoking Hot Toddcast. You see, relieving people from the strict conventions of business attire creates a more informal environment. Get in here! Which contributes to productivity and a general sense of well-being for all employees. <laughs> you know, Ollie, we're not a business, so why do we need a business casual day? Yeah. yeah. Yes, we do! To help us all, I've counterfied the parameters of business casual day. There's your copy. Well, I just don't think we need a business casual day. Yes, yes we do, Todd! Oh, why? Jeez. Because of productivity and, and morale and stuff. Well, well let's, let's review. No chaps without pants. Hot toddy. Huh. No sheer camisoles. Hot toddy. Ugh. Number three, no toeless shoes or sandals or spike heels. Hot toddy. Okay, well, it, it seems pretty absurd to me. I'm not going to participate in your business casual day to, thing, but toddy. you have fun, it's though. Bye-bye. Come on, come on. Fine. Don't have business casual day, you jerks. <laughs> Ollie. Huh. Hmm. Oh, oh, <laughs> uh, welcome to the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Am I done? Uh, yeah, you can knock off for the day. Okay. Live from wherever you are and whenever you're listening to this, it's the Smoking Hot Toddcast with your host, Hot Toddy, starring Miranda, Ollie, Miss Pingrino, DJ Pork, Sheila, DA Williams, and Orson Wells. And featuring me, your announcer, Doc Summit. And now, here's your host, Hot Toddy. Greetings, my friends, and welcome to the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. I am Hot Toddy. Another great episode coming your way. It is so hard to believe that we're already going into episode five of the season. It's gone. It's just flying by. And and we are in the set of episodes right now that will lead us into our Halloween special, our Scaretastic Halloween special. Can you believe it? 2017 just did not happen. It is a year that flat out did not happen, and it just disappeared. It just disappeared into, into the cosmos somewhere. I just, I don't know what happened to it, but it never existed. It just went by way too fast. But you know what? That's fine because we got a lot of fun stuff that we got to do. And so let's get to it. Let's not waste any time. So there you go. We're getting closer to the Halloween special. And like I said, we got a great episode for you this week. Um, Before we get started though, uh, I do of course want to make mention, and I'll be talking more about this later on in the episode, of course, since the last time we took the air, the the terrible, terrible mass shooting took place in in Las Vegas. And uh, I just want to extend my sympathy and say them, of course, that my heart and everybody's hearts and thoughts here on the Smoking Hot Toddcast are with those uh, that suffered through this terrible, terrible tragedy. Uh, I will be talking more about this later in the episode. I just wanted to make mention of it, but, you know, it's just one of these weird situations that keep coming up and... You know, there are ways, there are things that we could talk about to help solve it, but people don't want to seem to talk about it. And then, of course, that's a whole other issue at hand. But uh, but you know what I'm talking about, of course. But uh, but I just want to say that, you know, we're thinking of everybody who's dealing with this her- terrible incident that took place out there. And then on top of that, of course, we lost uh, a legend in the music industry, Tom Petty. I've been a huge Tom Petty fan since I was a kid. Uh, Free Fallen will always be one of my all-time favorite songs. Uh, so many great songs from him. And, of course... Uh, we, we did a little tribute for him on Smells Like 90s Rock last week, and uh, that was a great show. I'd forgotten just how many of those songs were from the 90s. So many of his great songs were from the 90s. It just, it kind of blew me away when I went through the playlist, but uh, but we, we paid tribute to him uh 
on that show, and we're, we're going to do a little tribute for him uh, later on at the end of this show uh, as well. And then on top of that, Ralphie May died, another a very funny comedian who I was a fan of, uh, and the, you know he, he kind of came to prominence in the early 2000s with Last Comet Standing, and and he's really kind of hung in there for the last uh, you know 12 or so years, and and then we lost him. It's just it's been a crazy last few days. Seems like always something weird happens uh, when we uh, go on break, and it never seems to change. It always seems to be something weird but uh but no matter uh we we press on we move on and we do our thing and that's what we're going to do in this week's episode uh this week's episode is is kind of special it's very special actually it's all about me and miss pingrino going head to head we did this last year Uh, if you recall dj pork sheila and i went head to head with the game and then that same game miss pingrino and i went head to head and uh it was a yes or bs and that was a lot of fun then we're doing it again uh this episode only this time it is a real board game but it's a board game you probably never heard of it's actually a card game. It's a card game that you've never, ever heard of. It's called Movie Buff. Uh, a group, a website called GoldenBellStudios.com. Some very, very nice people that run this website. Uh, we met them at uh, Fanboy Expo here in Knoxville back in June, and they had just created a game that was not exclusive to the world. They hadn't put it out on the market. It was available only on their website. Uh, and actually, we were we pre-ordered it. I mean, they didn't have it made yet and while we were there. Uh, we pre-ordered it. We got it a few weeks ago, and it is a blast. It's called movie buff and miss pingrino and i will be playing this game and we'll explain the rules later in the episode but uh it's an examination if you will on who is the true movie buff when it comes to movies quotes from movies actors from movies characters from movies so on and so forth and uh, you'll find out just who the real movie buff is also coming up this episode I, I, I tried desperately to find some solace and peace after what happened to the Tennessee Volunteers after the Georgia game. Uh, we'll discuss a little bit about that. And we got some other surprises as well. And of course, what would the Smoking Hot Toddcast be without a brand new Olive Report? So sit back, enjoy. Well, actually, first, go get some more cheese dip. Then sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of... The Smoking Hot Podcast. You're listening to the most splendiferous, the most fantastic, the greatest podcast in the history of podcasts, The Smoking Hot Podcast. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. May God have mercy on your soul. Okay, here we are. It is time. Uh, if you if you didn't know what this episode was about because you thought, what the hell are you talking about? I don't know what this game is. Well, we're going to explain it to you. Uh, by the way, this is Hot Toddy. I'm here with Miss Pingrino. Say hi. Hi. Uh, so we're playing a game that you've probably never heard of, and the reason why is because it doesn't exist outside of these people, right? The GoldenBellStudios.com. GoldenBellStudios.com. That's who does this game. And uh, we met them back uh, in June at Fanboy this year right here in Knoxville. And uh, they introduced us to this uh, card game that only they've made. And and it's only distributed through their website. So if you know their website or you saw them at Fanboy, that's the only way you know about this game. Yes. Uh, the The game is called Movie Buff. Uh, movie Buff, and uh, t- Miss Pingrino, take it away now. What, what's Movie Buff about, and how do you play it? So Movie Buff is, is basically what the, what the name tells you. It's all about movies, about um, the titles of movies, the actors who are in movies, the roles that they play, and the things that they say. <laughs> that rhymed. Lame. Not lame. Continue. Okay, so 
the the purpose of it is to create a scene out of a movie. Uh, you have four cards. You have movie a movie card, an actor card, a quote card, and a roll card. And you have to use each one of these four before you can move to the next scene. Um, so, for example, a movie card, if, if you laid it down, you would name a movie, like Clue. One of my favorite movies. Yes, it's awesome. Um, then the next person would go laying down either a quote, a role, or a actor card, and name one of those things from that particular movie, and so on and so forth. So, if you like, if you lay down an actor card, you'd say Tim Curry. Tim Curry. Or and then if you lay down a quote card, you would say flames on the side of my face. My favorite line from the movie. Love that line. Or if it was character, you'd say Colonel Mustard or Colonel something Mustard, like that. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, once you complete that set, you that scene, you move on to the next scene, which can must contain one item from the prior scene. So, if we move to the next scene and we laid down role which would be like a character someone's played uh tim curry was the actor we used in the first scene so we would switch to it because uh, that is a or pennywise actually because pennywise, yeah. pennywise is the name of the character that he played so we've now connected scene one with scene two using the actor or the character pennywise we create a scene around that and then continue along uh each person starts out with 10 cards 10 of these cards um and then the first one to play all of their cards wins the game. Now, there are a couple of, like, savior cards. If you were to get stuck, can't think of anything, um, <laughs> there is a reverse angle card. Ah, yes. So the reverse angle card is basically like, shit, I don't know what to play. I'm going to make the other person play. Or reverse the order if there's more than two people, because you can't play this game with two people, as we will tonight. Uh, if you have more than two people, it reverses clockwise or counterclockwise whichever way you're going of the play uh there is an edit card which allows you to edit part of the current scene that the, that you're on so it allows you to edit uh one of the four things that are in the current scene so the actor the role the quote or the movie for you to then make more connections to the next one and the last one is a take five. And a take five completely wipes out every scene. It wipes off the whole board and you start fresh. It's basically just like you're starting the game new. And these are all the cards in the game. And that's it. That's and, that, it. and that's how we play. So it is now time to find out just who is the real movie buff. So are you ready? You're squirming weirdly. She's taking off her bra. Yes. I broke it. Yeah, she broke it. And it's stabbing me. Uh, yes. There's no nudity in this game. No, no nudity in this game. I mean, I guess you could technically play it as a strip type game. No. Um, <laughs> but what game couldn't you play? Like I, I, I suppose. Okay, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I will go first. Oh, great. Okay. okay. All right, so I am laying down the movie card. And the movie that I have chosen is Space Jam. Okay, that's cool because I know that movie. Okay, so so at least that's that's helpful. And now you so I'm gonna play an actor card, and I'm gonna pick Michael Jordan. It's really an actor. Well, I guess he was. He was movie. in Space Jam. Oh, all right, all right, all right. I'll buy that. All right, I'm laying laying down a a a a, a quote card. I, 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 I got I, I, this. I, 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 um, a quote card. 
uh, where uh, the the guy from Moron Mountain, I forget his name, but he's the main dude. Danny DeVito plays him. Danny DeVito plays him. Yeah. Sees Bill Murray in the film, and he says, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! I didn't know Dan Aykroyd was in this picture." <laughs> That's a good quote. That's I a like good that quote. quote. Hot toddy. Hot toddy. Hot toddy. You're tuned into the Smoking Hot Toddcast with your host, Hot Toddy, who's always looking real good. Hey, does this suit make me look fat? No, no, no. Your face does. Well, before we continue on with the fun here, I just want to take a second and acknowledge, of course, what happened uh, in Las Vegas uh, last week. Of course, this incident happened in between this episode and the last, so we didn't get to talk about it last week, of course. So I just wanted to make mention of it uh, today. Of course, it was it was a horrible, horrible tragedy, and my heart and my thoughts are still with all the families affected uh, by that horrible tragedy. I mean, it was... You know, I... It, I, I, I talked about it when I was on the radio that night. Uh, but we, I didn't do a whole whole lot that night because we were just kind of in mourning and we were just kind of you know reflecting on on what happened that that day. And well, uh, I went I took to Aaron and and I said you know I was putting up Halloween decorations. It happened on the Sunday night and I I had been at Dollywood all day. We'd been you know doing a lot of fun stuff up there and and then of course I'd come home that night. It was October first, so I started putting up Halloween decorations and I didn't pay much attention to the outside world and I, I didn't really know what was going on and then uh, around one in the morning right before I went to bed I got a ping on my Twitter uh, feed and uh, it said here are the events more on the events going on in Las Vegas and my I was like okay well what's going on and I looked and, and I saw there'd been a shooting in Las Vegas and and it spooked me when I had this thought my first thought was well what else is new you know, we've just become so desensitized to these horrible tragedies happening that I just kind of just like, well, okay, yeah, another shooting, whatever, you know. Then I went back to working a little while. I went to bed around 2.30 or so, and then I looked at my phone and found out exactly what was going on. I thought, oh, my God, that, that's terrible. It, it's so much worse. And and it, it it hit me at that point. That I was like, my God, you know, I, I really have become desensitized because, you know, just a couple of years ago, I would have read something going on, you know, shooting in Las Vegas. And my first thought would have been, oh, my God, it's that's terrible. But we've just become so used to this happening every so often that it just doesn't really it doesn't phase me the same way like it used to. But then, of course, I, I read about it and it was terrible. And then the next morning I, I heard everything about it and I was was just in shock just like everybody else I was stunned I was saddened and I just could not believe this terrible terrible tragedy happened I mean it's like nobody had a chance whatsoever you know at least when it comes to like pulse or, or another mass shooting you know people probably saw the shooter could was able to get away you had no choice there was nothing you could really do in that situation that was coming from the 34th floor of a hotel and you were on the ground I mean you you didn't know if you were in plain sight or not so I mean that that had to have been just the scariest moment of all time and, and and Jason Aldean poor Jason Aldean of course had to see people actually get shot and fall to the ground and and, and I know he will never be the same again and I, I want to say that his cold opening on Saturday Night Live last week was so appropriate and he was so awesome to do that he's a great man he really is and uh, I feel for him and I feel for everybody who had to go through that terrible terrible tragedy it's it's just it boggles the mind that this keeps happening and and what makes me sad it makes me sick at the same time is that Whenever something like this happens, you think that maybe the dialogue on gun control will will begin, but it doesn't. It never does. Instead, you get people coming out saying, "Oh, what is what is taking all the guns away going to solve?" Yeah, 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 yeah. What would have taken the guns away? And then, and that really pisses me off because. <sighs> That is not the dialogue that we're trying to open. We're not trying to say, let's take away all the guns. 
the dialogue we're trying to open is can we make it just a little bit harder for someone for frickin' frack to get a gun who is, you know, and their plan is to blow everybody away, you know what I mean? It's like, let's take a second and think about who we're giving these guns to. That's all we're asking, is that we just check to see who we're giving them to. Will it save the world? Will all of our problems go away? Hell no! But at least we're making the attempt. That's all that liberal-minded people want right now, is just for for us to make the attempt to try to solve this problem. And another question arises, why do we insist on buying assault rifles? Like, military-grade assault rifles. What is the the fascination about that? And I was talking to Sheila and DJ Pork about it uh, last week, and and, and the conclusion I come to is that the only reason why you want an assault rifle, a military-grade assault rifle of this era is because you believe you're going to have to kill a human at some point. Whether you think the government's going to come get you, whether you're a doomsdayer, uh, whether you're a weirdo zombie apocalypse person that you actually think this shit's going to happen, or if you're a psychopath who plans on taking out a number of people for no good reason, or you have your reasons, but they're not good reasons whatsoever, you know, of course there's never a good reason to take out people, but you know what I'm talking about. Regardless, the only reason why you buy those types of guns is because you plan on killing another human, whether now or in the future. And that's not right. That's not good. That's that's really, really scary. And that's just a sickening idea of, of what we have to, you know, of, of what's, what's to come. And, and people should not be thinking like that. And so that's why I think assault rifles pr- should probably be taken off the market. And then... But then, you know, you get the argument from people, well, you know, they'll just still find a way to get them. People will still find a way to get them. Exactly. And we, when we see somebody, if, if assault rifles are off the market and we see somebody with an assault rifle, that's a bad guy. We know right then that's a bad guy and we need to take him down. So it helps. These things help, you know. In Australia, they have extremely strict gun law. I don't even think that people are allowed to have guns. The I, I, the, the cheapest gun here is like in, in America is like $38,000 in Australia. So in Australia, if you see someone with a gun, that's a bad guy. And I'm talking about any gun. That's a bad guy. All I'm saying here in America, because we, it's it's too big of a business. I know that. You know, I, I'm, I am communistic and most of my thoughts, however, I understand that capitalism is important and you know that's how our economy runs and so you know it would it would be disastrous if we took that away really so i understand that guns you know the gun industry is a big industry here in america so that's why we shouldn't take it away but you know what's the what's why the assault rifles why can't we just take them off the market because all because that's all i'm asking is if we if we take those off and we see somebody with an assault rifle that's when we know that's a bad person right there but I don't think that uh, dialogue will ever open. Maybe the screening thing will open maybe one day, but it's sad to think. I, I, again, I told Sheila and DJ Pork that, uh, you know, if, if a bunch of children being killed in 2012 in Sandy Hook uh, was not enough to really open this dialogue, I don't think it, the dialogue will ever be opened. I think we'll just go through life seeing these things happen and just pushing them behind us and... And, and start coming up with stupid ideas like it, the day after this happened the the dial the, here's the dialogue that opened should we have outdoor events you're right we don't need to have any kind of event why don't we just stay in our homes and not do anything that's what kills me about conservative-minded people conservative-minded people are always thinking you know they talk about how kids today don't know what it's like to go out and have fun and play because they're too enthralled with their games and their phones no that's not what it is it's when you start opening up dialogue dialogues should we should we even walk outside should we even do anything 
And then when everybody says, no, you're right, and everybody's happy and they're stuck inside, that's when they start saying, oh, you're stuck in your phone, that's why you're not going outside. You you completely boggled the issue at hand, and that's what I'm talking about. We shouldn't be talking about stopping outdoor events. We should talk about stopping morons who think they have the right to blow everybody away. That's what we should be stopping. But to each their own, I suppose. But uh, I got off on a political thing there. That was not what this was about. This was about supposed to be about remembering those who we lost in Las Vegas. And and I and I and I do have all of those people in in our in my thoughts and my prayers and hope that everything uh, works out for their families. And and I hope that one day we will we will begin to open our eyes about this type of situation and really start to crack down on it. But to but to everybody in Las Vegas, you're in my thoughts. You're listening to Hot Toddy. On the Smoking Hot Toddcast. I don't. I don't know what you want from me. I, I don't. I don't know what you want from me for this week's Vols update. I. What. What do you want? What do you want me to say? Do you want me to say something positive? Do you want me to say something negative? I think we've got enough negativity out there. I don't think I need to contribute to that. But uh, I sure as hell am not going to say something positive. No. No. Hell no. I'm not going to say anything positive. I mean, uh, wow. I, I mean, just wow. I'm, d- did you see what happened to our volunteers a couple of weeks ago? Of course you did. whole world did. It was a freaking earthquake here in Knoxville. I'll tell you what. It's just ridiculous. For those of you who don't know, and I'll, I'll update you on this a little bit here. Tennessee took on one of their SEC rivals, Georgia. That's right, Georgia, almost two weeks ago. Um, if you recall last year, it was neck and neck. We we stayed neck and neck with Georgia pretty much the whole game. Uh, this took this one took place in Georgia, and uh, at the very last play of the game, just seconds to spare, we threw a hail mary pass into the end zone. We caught it. We beat Georgia. People went crazy. One of the biggest moments in Tennessee's history. Uh, Butch Jones even had to break down and cry for a minute on the field. I mean, it was an amazing moment, and it came one week after we beat Florida in Knoxville. We beat Florida for the, and that was the first time we beat them in 12 years. It was, it was just, it was an amazing time in Tennessee history. Tennessee football history was rewritten last year when we beat Florida. We beat Georgia by a hail mary. It was just amazing. Well, let's fast forward to this year, shall we? Of course, we've already uh, lost to Florida in the swamp, and we, we've kind of dealt with that. I mean, it was it was rough. It was sad, but we, we, we dealt with it. We moved on. Uh, we beat UMass. Eh, it was all right. Not a huge victory, but, I mean, you know, it's a victory nonetheless. Then, um, then Georgia comes to Knoxville, and we didn't expect what happened to happen. Uh, we def- I think we expected to lose. I, I kind of expected to lose. Uh, but I thought maybe there was a chance. And I thought at l- the very least we'd keep neck and neck with them like we did last year and, and many years before. That was not the case. No, no, no. I, um, if you don't know uh, what happened in the Georgia game, I will, I will not leave you in suspense anymore on the score. Georgia beat Tennessee 41 to nothing. That's right. The first time that we have been blown out of a game since 1994. 23 years. The first time in 23 years that we did not score any points during a game. Um, yeah. So, um, you know, that, that happened. That That's pretty much what happened in that game. Uh, I couldn't tell you much of what happened in it because I slept through it. 
I was very tired. I'd worked that morning, and uh, the game was like at three something, and I was very tired. And I, I didn't. I really didn't. I, I wanted to watch it, but I really wanted to take a nap too. So I said, "Well, let, let's begin the game. Let's see how we do, and depending on how well we do, I will that that will decide if I take a nap." First, we get the ball first. First play of the game, we throw an interception. And that's when I decided, yep, it's nap time. And uh, I didn't watch much of the game. I kind of zoned in and out. I was in and out of consciousness throughout it and saw that we were 20-something to nothing. I was like, well, okay. And that was like, a, it was close to halftime. I was like, well, all right, you know, we might pick it up or get, get, get kind of close, whatever. And then the next time I woke up, uh, our local news was on. And y'all, you would have thought that somebody had died in the studio just seconds before the the show started because they were just in mourning almost. I was like, what happened? And I looked on my phone, 41 to nothing. We lost to Georgia 41 to nothing. I, I was, it was just stunning. I just could not believe that that had happened. It's just, I'm still stunned by it. And uh, thank God that the next week, this past weekend, we had a bye week. So we had some time to recover. I don't think anybody was really in a football mood. Uh, I know I wasn't, and so I was, I was glad to have a week off. But the scary part is, after all of that, we now have to take on South Carolina. And South Carolina was one of the few SEC teams we lost to last year. It was a game that we should not have lost, but we did lose. Uh, and now this year the Gamecocks are coming to Knoxville, so we might we'll have the home field advantage. But I don't I don't I don't really know what to tell you. I don't really know what to see from this because I mean we shouldn't have lost to Florida, but at least it was a close game. And then what happened with Georgia? I'm just I don't know. I legitimately don't know what's going to happen. I legitimately don't know what's going to happen for the rest of the season. I'm always I'm optimistic. You know me when I talk about my balls. I'm always very optimistic, but I right now I just I I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work. I don't know how well it's going to be. Uh, I'm just I'm, I'm hoping for the best, and I hope the Vols can pull it out. But, yeah, South Carolina comes to Knoxville in two days. And, um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> good luck to the Vols. That's all I can say. But, yeah, I, I don't really have much to talk about. Just, uh, just my shock and awe from all that went down a couple of weeks ago. So we go into South Carolina this week. Let's hope for the best. And as always, go Vols. Orson Welles, Smoking Hot Toddcast Promos. Take one. Okay, Mr. Wells, uh, just do your spiel, your usual thing there, and say, hello, this is Orson Welles, and you're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Ah, the French champagne. No, 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 hold it. All right, Mr. Wells, just say, this is Orson Welles, and you're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Okay, go again. Yes. Oh, yes. They're even better raw. Cut! All right, uh, do it again. All right, and action. Look, I don't need to do this. I've got a fish stick commercial in an hour. Oh, what the hell? I need the money. The Smokin' Hot Toddcast. Penis. Cut! The Smokin' Hot... Hello, I'm Orson Welles. Ah! The Smokin' Hot Toddcast presents The Ollie Report, a segment dedicated to extremely professional and hard-hitting journalism. Reports on headlines straight off the news ticker through the eyes of Ollie. And now, The Ollie Report. 
Hello there and welcome to this week's Ollie Report. I'm Hot Toddy. We've got a very juicy story on the line for you this week and it happened just a few days ago. Of course, I'm talking about the now somewhat controversial exit of Vice President Mike Pence from the Indianapolis Colts San Francisco 49ers game. We needed to get Ollie on the scene as always and so that is why we have sent him to the nation's capital to see what he knows about why the Vice President left this game. Well, I think we all know why he left the game. But to get a word from him or one of his representatives. Anyway, without further ado, here's our good friend, Ollie. Ollie, how are things up there? Can you see what I'm doing right now? Uh, no, Ollie, I'm talking to you via phone. How can I see what you're doing? A simple no will work. Thank you, smartass. I'm currently taking a knee, and nobody seems to have a problem with it. That being said, I am tying my shoes, so I, I, I guess maybe it's not the same? No, Ollie, it is not the same. Okay. All right, well, how are things up there? Pooping. Are you in the bathroom right now? Okay, Ollie, uh, we're back now, and uh, let's not do that to our listeners anymore. Hey, man, nature calls. The scary thing is, is you said you were on your knee. So were you... You know what? Never mind. Let's not go there. Uh, Let's get into it. Of course, this whole thing has been causing a stir on both sides of the argument. Of course, Vice President Mike Pence left the game in protest after the players of the San Francisco 49ers took a knee during the national anthem. Have you spoken to Vice President Pence to get his... Now, look, look. Do we even need to go there? I do not get around the Trump people. I just don't. You know what happens, Hot Toddy, when I go near them. I get the crap beat out of me. No, I'm not going to Mike Pence to talk about this. We you think we're going to have a nice chit chat? I mean, let's face it, you and me agree with the football players. We don't agree with him. So I'm, what am I going to do, talk to him? All I'm going to do is I'm going to walk up and I'm going to say hi, and he's going to say hi, and then going to beat the crap out of me. I'm not doing it, Hot Toddy. I'm just not doing it. Do you hear yourself right now? You're a journalist, for God's sake. Look, I, I know we agree. Who I know who we agree with, man. What I'm talking about is you need to get up there and do your job. My God, why do you think we send you up there? Well, first of all, first of all, let let's get this clear. This is not the president. This isn't Trump. This is the vice president, Mike Pence. We've actually never talked to him before. Not exactly true. If you recall, when I was suspended from the show a couple of years ago, DA went up to Indiana to talk to Pence when he was governor. And if I'm not mistaken, he got the crap beat out of him. Yeah, but that was over the gay discrimination thing, and Pence did not want to talk to people about it. This is over the football situation, which I feel he'd be more vocal about. I I need you to go talk to the Pence people, okay? Because we got to find some stuff out. Apparently, it cost over $250,000 for him to go to the game, walk out, and then leave the game. And that's taxpayer money. This is ridiculous. We got to figure out why he's doing that. I'll tell you why. He's a rich bitch. He don't care. Yeah, but that's not a good enough excuse, Ollie. We've got to figure this stuff out. You know, like, I'd love to talk to him about his tweet. After he left, he tweeted, and I quote, I left today's Colts game because, at POTUS, therefore Trump, and I will not dignify any event that disrespects our soldiers, our flag, or our national anthem. At a time when so many Americans are inspiring our nation with their courage, resolve, and resilience, now more than ever we should rally around our flag and everything that unites us. While everyone is entitled to their own opinions, I don't think it's too much to ask NFL players to respect the flag and our national anthem. See, I mean, that, that's that's something I'd love to talk to him about. And apparently, did you know this? Did you know that Trump asked him to leave? It wasn't even his decision. See, this is something we really need to talk about. Oh, my God. Who knew Pence would be Trump's bitch? Yeah, I have to admit that one was a little weird, too. I mean, we all 
thought in the beginning that Pence would probably lead Trump by a leash and that he would be more presidential, but Trump's throwing his small winky around and somehow Mike Pence buys into it. I don't understand that at all. Well, it, it is kind of confusing, Ollie. We know that, but look, this is... What, what's this show called? The Smoking Hot Podcast. F*** you. You know what I'm talking about. What is this segment of the show called? The Ollie Report. Yes, it's the Ollie Report. And what do we do on the Ollie Report? Well, we... We get the story. We get the story. Say it with me. No, no matter, matter what. what. Exactly. Now you get over there and talk to the vice president and find out what's going on. Do you understand me? Fine. But I cannot be responsible for what happens. Fine. Just get over there and talk to him. All right. I'm going. Good. Ollie, I'm so sorry. I, I can't believe this is happening again. Actually, it's okay. I am getting beat right now, but I'm currently getting slapped on my bare ass. And, and though it is kind of bad, it's also kind of great. That's that's very unsettling. Yeah, I should have expected this, though, from the Pence people. Trump's all about violence, but Pence is all about just punishing, like punishing a little child. And so this makes sense. Oh, Oh, hot hottie, I may come up here for more. That's going to do it for the Ollie Report this week. Tune in next time for another headline ripped from the Ollie News Ticker. Until then, have a good day and an Ollieful week. You're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast with your host, Todd. Just Todd. Todd is helpful and Todd is there for you. Uh, well, it's actually Hot Toddy. Oh, well, pardon me, Mr. Perfect! All right, so now it's your turn. Okay, so we now have a movie, an actor, a quote. The only one I can play left is a roll card, so let me look through my hand. This can actually be very easy for you. Um, It could be if I had a roll card. So you don't have one. I do not, but I have a reverse card, so I'm reversing it back to you. It's going back to me, so I will lay down the roll card. Hey, guess what? Michael Jordan... (laughs) Michael Jordan's not a role. He plays himself in the film. Oh, God. Okay. Boom. Wait, no, you can't use it because it's already been said. Oh. Yes. Okay. That's a thing. Stan Stan Podolak played by Wayne Knight in the film. Okay. Stan, the little short fat guy. The little short fat guy. Yeah. Yep. Um, Okay. One of the rules, I'll just let y'all know, the reason I told him no, he couldn't say Michael Jordan, is because if someone has already said something... um, for one of the other cards in play, you cannot repeat it. It cannot be used again. Not till you move to it. it, it once it's on the board, you, it cannot be used again. There you go. Um, so even if you move to a new scene, you cannot go back to that person. Okay. Anyways, okay. So now we have completed a scene. It is my turn. I now have to pick one of those things to start off a new scene. Um. Go ahead. And I don't know if I can. You can do this. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't know what that short fat guy played in. Uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what do we do now? Besides the TV show. Well, what do we do so, now? What, so. What do we do now? Because I, I do. I know. But I can't go. Uh, okay. It's not my turn. So. It is your turn because I'm going to reverse it again. Okay. Back to you. Okay. 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 <laughs> All I have are quotes, roles, reverse movies. Okay. Well, I can still, I can use one of those, right? You can use any card that you want. We finished the first scene, so you can use any one that you want. It just has to connect to one thing from the prior scene. So it can connect him to a new movie, right? Yes, connect him to a new movie. Okay, actor, I will say Jeff Goldblum. 
The reason why I say Jeff Goldblum is because Wayne Knight was in Jurassic Park with Jeff Goldblum. That's right. He was in the Jan, Van, Jan, Van gets, Jeep with the Barbasol can. That's right. Yeah. That's Wayne Knight. There you go. Yeah. I mean, I know who he is. He's also in Seinfeld. He was on Seinfeld, but this yeah. is a movie game. I know. That's why I couldn't say it. Who's okay. the movie buff? So, now that you, you said that, I'm going to play the movie card okay. and say Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. And I will lay down the roll card. And I will say, do I have to say it to, for the character's name or or not? The actor? You have to say the character's name. Of that actor. Of that actor. Of Wayne Knight's character. No, of any actor. Oh, of, of any, any role in Do- Jurassic Do- Park. Dr. Alan Grant. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, guys, here we go. <laughs> I'm going to play an edit card because, you know, I don't really... Okay. Know much of anything you about Jurassic Park? You can't Park. get into this, so. Um. So, but I'm gonna edit the actor. Okay. And I'm gonna edit it to Chris Pratt because he's in the new Jurassic Park movies. Okay. Wayne Knight wasn't in the new Jurassic Park film. It doesn't matter. I'm editing the actor. I'm changing right. the actor to Chris All right. Pratt. All right, fine. Go, go with it. I don't. Okay. Care. Well, it's now your turn because I've edited the actor. So now we have to connect it with Chris Pratt. Is that what you're saying? Well, now you have to play a quote from the new Jurassic Park movie or a movie that Chris Pratt is in. Oh God! See, I, I love. Here's the problem. I love a lot of Chris Pratt movies, <laughs> but I don't really have the movies memorized in any way, shape, or form. So, okay, um, a quote from one of his movies. Um, Who's a real movie buff? My butt. You 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 went down a different road here. I, I mean, had the ability to go down the different road. It opened it up to me. Uh, you're very loud too. I have to turn down the mic just to hear. Shut up. You're very loud, very loud. Um. Okay. Uh. Not a quote. I'm sorry. What? We finished that one. We finished that. So oh, you're, thank God. Yeah. So, so you're just picking uh, a movie, a role, a quote, or an actor somehow related to Chris Pratt. Oh, okay. So a role. Uh, Peter Quill, Star Lord. From Guardians of the Galaxy. Thank you. Good night. And I will play a movie card, Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, fine. You do that. Now we got to do quotes and stuff, right? <laughs> quotes and an actor oh, or gonna, an actress. I'm going to reverse angle you. And that's okay. all you. Bo- Great. That's, you do you, boo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Haha, I am Groot. Oh. <laughs> yes. God damn yes, it. Yes, yes, yes. I win, guys. Why didn't I? I didn't win. She didn't win. But that was a good win play. <laughs> All right. So now I need a new card. No, 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 no. You're not done yet. I don't have, I have roll. I have quote. Oh, yeah. Ollie smoking Hot Toddcast promos. Take one. All right, Ollie. Just say, this is Ollie, and you're listening to the uh, the smoking Hot Toddcast. Show, podcast, station. Okay. All right, Ollie, this time just say, uh, this is Ollie, and you're listening to the smoking Ollie Report. No, that's not, oh, jeez. All right, Ollie, this time just say, this is the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Biscuits. Damn it. Okay, Ollie, just say the words, the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Can you do that at least? I'm outside, I see people. I see grass and trees and buildings. I hate you. The Smoking Hot Todd. Smoking Hot Toddcast. 
You suck, Ollie! Boy, things are getting heated in the game. Let's take a break and let's get into this here for a second. Uh, if you recall, our last episode from two weeks ago was an episode called Why? And it's where I asked some of my most favorite questions. Ones that uh, bug the crap out of me. And uh, I, ha- I actually came up with another one, and, and I'm sorry it missed the episode, but I, I thought, well, what the hell, we'll, we'll put it on this episode. And here's my question. Why is it when people turn into places in their cars or turn up a road or something, they turn it into an opera? I'm serious. Somebody is like flying down the road at the speed of light. You think, okay, they're going to turn in here really fast. No, they come to a complete freaking stop and turn as slow as they can. Slowly I turn, step by step, inch by inch, and then... They turn in, they go, and then they pick up speed again. No matter where it is, whether it's a parking lot or another road, then they take off again. But it's that turn that takes them a year to get through. And I and I always say it's like an opera. It's like they've turned it into an opera. It's like they want to show everybody that they know how to turn into somewhere. And the worst, the worst of this is when, like, you're on the other side of the road and you're trying to turn in too, but you're, you're in the turning lane, of course, that has the green light. They can turn right on red or on green, whatever they want to do, but you need to turn left, so you're waiting for them to turn. You're waiting for them to get done. If As long as, once they are done, once they've pulled in, you can pull in right behind them and not worry about any more cars. But the longer they take, the longer it takes you and the faster the, the other, you know, the, the traffic is coming from the other way. And that's what pisses me off the most. It's like waiting on this big show, the show-stopping number to get through so that you can turn as well. It irritates the hell out of me. And I, you come close to getting hit sometimes. It's, it's really the worst thing ever. So just a, a a quick message to all of you who may do that. Please, if you're turning in somewhere and you're coming in hot anyway, just keep going hot. You know, don't flip your car or anything, but slow down just enough to get you in there. Please don't slow it down to the point where we all have to ooh and all your turning abilities. Man, traffic is terrible today. Well, at least I made it here. Now I just got to get across the road. There are tons of people out today. Oh wait, wait, this is my lucky break. I can get across. As soon as this car gets by, I can get in. Oh, of course, he's gonna be going in the same place I'm going. Well, that might work in my favor. All right, he's coming in hot, and he's getting ready to turn, and here he goes. Okay, get, get in there, go. Get in the parking lot, go! You you were going 400 miles an hour a second ago. You've come to a complete stop just to turn. What the hell is going on? Get in the parking lot! Go! All right, I got my nose out. I'm ready to turn too. Come on. Let's go, there's cars coming. Please get in the parking lot, go! Oh my God, please get in there. Those cars are not stopping. Would you please get in the... I'm going to die. This is the day I'm going to die. And it's because of this asshole. Get in there! Phew. Oh, thank God. Here we go. Smoking hot podcast.
Oh, I have to tell you all, I like cut off my knuckle. You cut off your you knuckle. Off. Ow! Yeah, like I was, I was washing a glass. What? <laughs> Why do I have to see and this? And the glass broke. Oh! This last week, this is like a lot better than it was. Uh huh. And so I was watching. Is this why you weren't here last week? Because it's understandable. <laughs> no, I, yeah. Kind of. I mean, that was like the the crap topping on the crap cake. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, it was just bad. Yeah. And so I like was washing the glass, and the glass broke, and right when I was like switching around, uh-huh. and my knuckle went right over it, and it peeled like a banana peel. My oh. oh. Yeah, and so I like. I don't want to look at it because I can see like the inside of my my, my skin. <sighs> and so like I give my husband like I don't know if I need to go to the hospital. Maybe. When did this happen? Like six o'clock at night. Oh, tonight? No, 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 no. Last. Like week. when did it? Like what like, day? Last, last week. Okay. Yeah, like last Friday. Okay. Okay. Ish. Yeah. All right. Um. So this is like a week hill, and so you know I don't. I'm, I'm extremely poor and extremely cheap. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm not going to the hospital. Like, no. Well, what can they do for this? Right. So I just kind of like flop the skin back over the knuckle. Oh. <laughs> uh. I did that one time. I'll show you the scar on my hand from it. But I, I got my little scar from hopping over a, a fence. Oh. And uh, the uh, it's the chain link fence. So, you oh. know, the little points at the top. Yes. Oh. I just kind of caught on that and just, ah, oh. when, I, when I hopped on the other side. It, it was really late at night too. I was about nineteen. You know how happened. I cut. You know how I cut my hand real bad once. It was right here in my thumb area, like in the oh. inside of my thumb. You know how I did it? <laughs> Trying to open a Mountain Dew bottle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not kidding. It was on so tight that I, I just went from the dumbest reasons of hurting people in order. Mine yeah. was like, okay, you yeah. can't help it. Right. His is like you probably shouldn't jump fence. Probably Yours shouldn't. is like. I don't even know how to explain that. There's no way to explain it. It happened like two years ago. It hurt like a some bitch, and what I I twisted like a some bitch, like a some bitch, and it 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 was on so tight that when I did it, nothing happened to the lid. And then I looked at my hand, and I was like, oh, my thumb's practically gone. Like those little <laughs> things are sharp on lids. <laughs> but I have a question now. Okay. Because I flopped the dead skin over. Uh, <laughs> okay. And you can tell it's like deader than. God. Did you did you put a whole lot of gauze on it? I, I hope did and at the time, antiseptic yeah. ointment. Oh, I, I, hope? I dumped like what you call it on Neosporin? alcohol. Yeah, alcohol. Pre- oh, peroxide. Burned, and I had some, no, I bur- it burned and I was christened like a sailor. <laughs> and uh, church. Like, I'm a little worried though because like, is it bad to have the dead skin on there still? Uh it's like, well, my body's like. Really I don't know. I can't get a. Good look at it since I, there's a little I don't divider between. I don't us. think anything bad could come from that. I I just yeah I just I, I would imagine like it turning the rest of my skin zombie like right. No, now. I just no. I just don't understand why you left it. I would just been like okay, if babe, I that skin's gone. I mean yeah. I did not like if if you pulled the skin, you could see like all the insides. Like it's really like it's a banana peel peel. Like oh. you know, like layers of skin, like, like you saw you the can bone. See, like, can you yeah, see bone? Like, like, you saw bone? No, like tendons and stuff. Though. Oh, okay. I would have uh, just go to the doctor. I would have gone to the. No, it's uh, fine now. It's oh, fine. It's fine now. <laughs> the skin over. You might have to lose your finger, but it's fine no, like, now. Working, see? Oh. So I was just wondering. Okay, at this point, I would <laughs> just consult. I, share this with you guys. I would consult a doctor. Okay, yes. I'm, I'm, Google. No, I told Screw you. Google. Don't go Google. I've done that before. I, I was pretty like sure I had ovarian cancer <laughs> from Google once, okay? 
Look, I, you don't consult Google. I've learned this. You just so don't do that. Go to a free clinic. Yeah. I, consult somebody with medical knowledge <laughs> that can look at that because that is not nice. I'm not bleeding anymore. <laughs> Great. But I mean, how, wait, how, long did it, how long did it take to stop bleeding? Because I did mine really late at night, and I and I went what? went home, and I was just like, man, this this looks kind of bad. But I cleaned it off, I put a bandaid over it, and the next morning it hadn't stopped bleeding. Oh, yeah, it, took, like, it took that long to yeah. I was oh like, man, God. I I can do, and it just hurt. I mean, it hurt. Like I had to put a bandaid over because I could not look at it because. Uh, it was like a hole. You know my problem with holes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So like I, when I was driving, like I was, uh, I just couldn't do it. Again. Yeah. In like, odd asymmetrical clusters, uh, you can't deal with holes. Yeah, That's it was right. Just like one big hole, and it really, really bothered me. I think I asked you this. How do you deal with donuts? Is it does that no, bother that you? Doesn't bother me. That's, okay. a, that's one single hole. Uh, well. Yeah, but this was like one hole too, but it really bothered me. Okay, yeah, so... Uh, probably because I remember... Well, probably because it's exposed yeah. flesh, mostly. So the advice here is... Go to, uh, go to a free clinic. Go to a clinic. Go to somebody who could look at it and say... Go to Walgreens, I have, I have an idea of what we can do with this. Go uh, to Walgreens, Walgreens, even. CVS, they've got the clinics, you know. Go just... Like, I would just go consult. Just just, <laughs> just go... Yeah. I mean, even just, yeah. go, just go to the What's cashier the, at Walgreens. Yeah, they probably... <laughs> Just okay, like, hey, hey I'm. Jay, I don't feel like you work at CBS. Yeah, there you go. Go to her, <laughs> and she'll be like, yeah, she could at least look at it. Just I don't like, know, she I'm... might, she might get mad because she's on Nutrisystem diet right now and she's cranky. So maybe I wouldn't oh. take her. I wouldn't take your knuckle to her. She might punch she's you in dyspeptic. the face. Huh? She's dyspeptic. She is dyspeptic. Dyspeptic. Dys- she's, she's dyspeptic. Oh, you're learning big words. I am. I'm learning big words. You were doing it. Following my dreams. Uh, so and then like straight into failure. And the <laughs> <laughs> Man. So that involves big learning the big words. Is that what yeah, you're saying? I'm gonna learn a whole lot of big words and they tell me no, and I'm just like, all right, I try. Well, at least you try. That's right. Lassitude, define it. Uh talkative. I I'm I'm honestly not sure. I look Hey, <laughs> <laughs> bring it up. Uh purse capacity. I actually know this one. I don't know that one. That means like shrewd. That's all it means. Okay. Uh, wait, what else? What else is there? Assuage. You know that one? Assuage? Yeah, assuage. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. I got to consult Google. No, assuage. Um, That's when you persuade assuage couch. Are you talking about like no. A-S-S? A-S-S-U-A-G-E. <laughs> yeah. How, Ass. It's, it's, the lesson, it's the lesson in emotion. Yes, yes. Damn. I, mean, I had to get it. That was amazing. I didn't get it. Good for you on that one. How about dissuade? <laughs> I don't. That, uh, never mind. Let's forget. This, this is, is when you tell the suede couch to go away. Yes. No, like it's when yeah. it's persuade. It's it's uh Bye. it's very similar to persuade. It's per- to persuade yeah. someone to to not do something. Oh. Yeah. Dissuade. Why don't you just? Be- Our listeners or listener. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're learning something, man. We're learning. But dyspeptic means to be grumpy or cranky. Usually due to an indigestion problem. Okay, so she's dyspeptic. Oh. <laughs> it's like perfect word for she, she it. She's dyspeptic then, yeah. Nutrisystem di- make you dyspeptic. I down with that. That's fine. Do you realize <laughs> there's a uh, there's a little pig sniffing a cowboy's butt over here in front of me? I don't know if uh, anybody else knows that. I can't see it. Yeah, that's what's going on over here. Classy radio, ladies. I'll make sure. Well, again, it's a non-visual medium. I've been saying now. this for years. You have. That's your that's your catchphrase. Like I dens my catchphrase. That's your catchphrase. Radio is a non-visual medium. <laughs> it's not very catchy, but it's... Uh, but it explains it a lot. Exactly, yeah. But it explains a lot about this show. It does. 
in radio in general. Like I see this, medium. I see that, I see, I see trees are green, things. yeah, red roses too, yeah. But nobody knows because we're on radio. Yep, exactly. So Abraham Lincoln said that. <laughs> <I think. laughs> it, was, it was right after the Gettysburg Address. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Oh, it, that's what he said the day the Civil War ended. There was that right there. I see trees are <laughs> green. Red roses too, but nobody knows because we're on radio. And, and, and there the was South no radio. lost. Get over it. Exactly. There was no radio back then, so that nope. took balls to say that <laughs> in front of people that didn't know what radio was back then. Exactly. They hadn't even been bended, waiting to come around. That's right. Oh, Eve. Oh, it's gonna be a night. Looks like it's gonna be yeah, one of those I didn't nights. Get it now. You didn't get those now. Na- oh, oh yeah, we're gonna. Oh, I'm gonna break you so hard, Sheila. We're, we're <laughs> 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 one of those are really kind of perfect. Yeah, no. <laughs> That's where the P comes <laughs> the from. The but P. I'm pork. That's right. People. Pervionics resolve chump. And <laughs> <laughs> I've never actually heard him said succession right. until now. There it is. Pervionics Pervionic resolve chump. And that's where the P comes from. It's my life story. <laughs> it's the fir- it's it's the dark middle chapter of my life. It is. <laughs> How I became DJ Pork. That's your book right there. That's oh, your yeah. that's your uh, memoirs right there. It can just be a picture. It can just be a blank uh, book cover because radio is a non-visual medium. <laughs> or it could be a picture of Resolve. <laughs> yeah, or that. Whatever. Or like a silhouette of a Resolve bottle. Or bottle <laughs> yeah, a, silhou- a silhouette would be classier. Exactly. exactly. It would be artsy. Oh, a silhouette of Resolve in front of a couch. Oh. We got to get about the bed. The bed. Couch and a bed on the cover. <laughs> or like couch on the front, bed on the back, or something like that. We got to get to work on this, damn it. This is it. This is your you life. Can put the, this year's Christmas play in your book to start. There out. it is. No. <laughs> no. You're listening to the Smoking Life Podcast. So you, so he has to pick a card because he doesn't card. have the actor card, which is the last one we need to complete this set. Zoe Zeldana. Oh God, my foot fell asleep. Who plays? Uh, you gotta move the computer. Okay, she, her foot okay. fell asleep. Oh, okay. And Sorry. she's gonna die. Okay, uh, she plays. Um, uh, the green Gamora. lady. Gamora. Yeah. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. She plays. Good morning. Um. Oh gosh. Okay. Now, oh God, now we have to do her movies. No. Okay. Anything related to anything we said here? So. Okay. That being said, I'm gonna go for Fast and Furious because Vin Diesel played Groot. He's in Fast Furries. Fast and Furious. Fast Furious. Okay. Fast Furious. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I know much about those either, no. but at least it gets us going on something. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it really kind of grinds us to a halt there. Well, I didn't know her movies either. We should have went with Bradley Cooper, who plays uh, Okay, The Rocket. Hangover. Ro- Rocket, okay. Okay, the I'll switch it to The Hangover. He plays Rocket. Okay, so. he plays Phil in that film. He does. Yeah. I don't have a card I can play, so I got to pick. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, shoot. Oh, Zach Galifianakis. Zach Galifianakis. 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 That's right. So you have to play a quote from the movie. Oh, I'm thinking here. <laughs> uh, listen, we can do this. It's Okay. <laughs> Everything. I've seen this movie in a really long time. Me neither. I can do it's this. It's been though. so long. I can do this. Teebs, help me. No? Okay. I believe. Uh, let's see. We can do this. Together we can maintain. 
together we can maintain. Oh, so a woman named Rachel Harris in the film says, suck my dick. And Zach Galifianakis says, no thank you. That's a quote. That's a double quote. And I win! I'm the true movie buff! (laughs) Oh, well played, Miss Pingrino. Well played. The next movie I was going to say was Due Date. Oh, with the Due Date. I never saw that film, so you would have won that I would have. I mean... Because then you can connect it to Robert Downey Jr., who yeah. was in that movie with him. And, and then, you, then we go back to Marvel at that point. Yep, we go back to Marvel. Oh, yeah. well, see, there you have it, folks. Hot Toddy is the real, the true movie buff. Sorry, Miss Pingrino. That's not true. He just lucked out. Uh, all right, quick. Because I had to change the movie for you to win. Oh, yak, yak, yak. Whatever. You're, you're not a movie buff. All right. I'm a movie buff. Lies. Okay. Quick plug for them again. Who is the group? It is goldenbellstudios.com. Uh, they're currently working on a new game called TV Buff. Exact same concept, except with TV shows. I'm really excited about that because I would definitely kick his ass on that one. Mm, you think uh, so? Oh, I know a lot about TV shows, man. Yeah, you think so. Um, they have a lot of other ones. One, of the, I've bought another game from them. It's called Pretending to be an Adult. Uh, maybe we'll play that another time. Sure. More to come if we play that, but check them out, goldenbellstudio.com. You can find Movie Buff there, very You can important. find Movie Buff there mm-hmm. and a whole bunch of other games. It's not just adult games. There are children's games. They sell stuffed animals, different things like that. The whole creative crew, um, and they were super nice, super yeah. cool people. So check them out, goldenbellstudio.com. Goldenbellstudio.com. Movie Buff is the game. Check it out. And Hot Toddy whooped Miss Pingrino's ass. So and he is the true Movie Buff as he will always be here on the Smoking Hot Toddcast. And we're out. You're listening to Hot Toddy on the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Well, uh, can I dress up like Rich Bailey? Well, it's very simple. If the purple tracksuit you're wearing is free of wrinkles and has a big red A on it to show everybody just how big a fan you are of Alabama, then yes, you can dress up like Rich Bailey. Uh, guys, I gotta close the show. Ask the fans what they're wearing. Uh, no. No, I'm not going to do that. If you'll excuse me. And there you have it. Another great show down in the books. I hope you all enjoyed it. And of course, as you... Was it any contest, really? Did you think going into this episode that yours truly, moi, was not going to be the ultimate movie buff? Of course. I mean, who, who's the real movie buff? Me. Hot Toddy is a real movie buff. You could argue, okay, Miss Pingrino had to change something for me to win. Whatever. But when it comes right down to it, come on. Who else was it going to be? Come on. Come on. That's what I thought. There you go. Hot Toddy is the real movie buff. But anyway, I hope you enjoyed that. That's actually uh, one of many game episodes that are going to be coming up this season. Uh, I say many, but maybe a few. But we've got some ideas <laughs> knocking around in the old head right now. So we'll see what happens. There, there might be some more game episodes coming up. And speaking of episodes, we've got one hell of an episode coming your way next week. What is it, you ask? It is another special live episode of the Smoking Hot Tidecast. That's right. It'll be me and Miss Pingrino once again live on Zcast, uh, the the Zcast app where we do most of the episodes of the Smoking Hot Toddcast live uh, and uh, we're going to be doing a very special episode I'm not going to give too much away but uh, if you have a favorite conspiracy theory or maybe a mystery that has not yet been solved it very well could be spoken about on next week's episode 
Just putting it out there that that's what the live episode is going to be about. So that's right. It's going to be a lot of fun. So make sure you join us next Thursday on Zcast. You can find it at Zcast.com or better yet, download the Zcast app and look up Hot Toddy. We'll be on Zcast live next Thursday at 9 p.m. So another live episode of the Smoking Hot Toddcast is coming your way next week. It's going to be great. And then the next week is the Scaretastic Halloween special. So we've got some major episodes coming your way. Do not miss miss them and with that in mind that's going to do it for us you can follow me on all social media at hot toddy 9102 on facebook twitter and instagram hot toddy 75 on snapchat hot toddy tube on youtube make sure you follow the hot toddy page on mixcloud and the smoking hot toddcast page on itunes you can also follow some of the smoking hot toddcast cast members on social media we'll begin with twitter miss pingrino at pingrino sheila at sheila hawk doc summit at kev summit and myranda at the my underscore randa joe then on instagram Miss Pingrino at Pingrino, Sheila at Sheila Hawkins, Doc Summit at Kev Summit, and Miranda at Miranda Panda Joe. And I said there was going to be a special little tribute at the end of this show to the great Tom Petty. So without further ado, until next week, this is the late great Tom Petty saying, She's a good girl, loves her mama, loves Jesus in America too. She's a good girl. Crazy about Elvis, loves horses, and her boyfriend too. And it's a long day, living in Reseda, there's a freeway, running through the yard, and I'm a bad boy, cause I don't even I'm a bad boy for breaking her heart Home with broken hearts.